Welcome to the Lion's Drive. I am Pastor Jimmy Odukoya. I pray this episode blesses you and it reminds you to become the lion that God has called you to be. Be blessed. Father, as we go into another time of your word, we ask for your sweet Holy Spirit to dwell richly amongst us. We ask, O oh God, that the entrance of your, of your word bring it light. We thank you that you right now, your word will illuminate our spirits. And every dark place in our lives will be flooded by the light of your word. In the name of Jesus, I thank you, O oh God, that I am like a vessel, like clay in the hands of the potter. Mold me and use me for your glory. I ask, O oh God, specially that I decrease and you alone increase. When I speak, speak through me. Let the words that come out of my mouth be that, that only what you want them to hear. Father, I thank you that even now you are making my tongue like that of the pen of a ready writer to inscribe on the hearts and minds of those who are ready to receive. I thank you, O oh God, that your word will fall on good soil and take root, O oh God, and bring a harvest in the name of Jesus. We serve the devil, notice, and all his minions who will try to stop, impede, or block the word, and we command them right now to flee in the name of Jesus. Father, we thank you for signs and wonders shall follow them that believe. We thank you that you have promised this house that behold, I and the children that the Lord had given unto me are for signs and wonders in Israel. Father, we thank you, O God, that we will see the manifestation of that promise come to pass in everything that we do. We thank you, O God, that even now you are making us signs that will cause people to wonder in the name of Jesus. So, Father, we give you glory, we give you honor, we give you adoration, we give you all the praise. In Jesus' name, if you believe it, say amen. amen. If you receive it, shout amen. amen. If you know that God has done it, give God a shout of hallelujah. Give God another shout of hallelujah. Amen, amen, amen. You may be seated. You may be seated in the presence of the Lord. Thank you so much. So, last week we were talking about, what did we talk about last week? Signs and wonders. And our promise for the year is Isaiah 8.18. Put it on the screen, Isaiah 8.18, amplified version. And it says... For behold, listen carefully. I'm waiting for it to show up on the screen. I, and it's still not there, and the children, there you go. Please, amplified version. Listen carefully. I and the children whom the Lord has given me are for signs and wonders that will occur in Israel from the Lord of hosts. This does not sound like a suggestion. It is a declaration. Behold, I and the children whom the Lord hath given unto me are for signs that will occur and wonders. It is going to happen. Not, behold, it might happen, 
depending on certain circumstances or situations, signs and wonders may occur. No. I and the children who the Lord had given unto me are for signs that will occur and wonders. It will happen. So it's either one or two things. It's either God is telling the truth. If we don't see signs and wonders, it's either one or two things. God is a liar, and we know that God is not a man. Or, there's something that we're not doing to see the signs and wonders take place in our lives. I've used this illustration before. But if I told you it was going to be on the radio at 10.30, and you tuned on 42.8, but you tuned into 45.2, does it change the fact that I was on the radio? But if you didn't hear me, does that make me a liar? What, what does that mean? That you weren't tuned into the right frequency. Because you're not connected. Something you did was amiss for you to experience the broadcast. So this year... God has said that he will make us signs and wonders. And last week, we looked at what it was to be a sign, right? And it's only right that today we look at what we must do to become wonders. I began to look at the meaning of the word wonder in Isaiah 8.18, and I found something quite interesting. I found that the word wonder in Hebrew is mopheth. Mo-faith. It's spelled M-O-W-P-H-E-T-H, but it's pronounced Mo-faith. 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 And I thought, that is interesting. The Hebrew word for wonder has, when you pronounce it, faith in it. And it says wonder, sign, miracle. And everything that I needed to know was right there. To be a wonder, for him to use you as signs, we talked about it last week, to be yielded, to be yielded to him, to live a life where you are submitted to his will, and most importantly, to have more faith. Somebody say faith. Somebody say faith. You cannot be a wonder if you don't have faith. That's the end of the sermon. Let's go home. It is impossible for you to be a wonder if you don't have faith. That is the start point and end point of it all. God has said, this is what will happen. He told the children of Israel in Joshua, you're going to go and possess the land. They sent out 12 spies. Ten did not believe. Thank God for the two that did. Because if all 12 did not believe, the promised land would have never been theirs. Not because it was not already theirs, but because they simply did not believe. You see, the reason why we live lives that seem like they are mundane and we do not walk in the supernatural is simply because we do not take God at his word. 
We seem to believe that the Bible is a suggestion or is encouraging. And, 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 and we say it, but we really don't believe it. Somebody say faith. Now, you've heard faith taught many times, many times. But faith is the beginning and the end of everything that is required to be a wonder. If you can't trust God, how will he move through you? To be a wonder means you will do things that are not normal. You will dare to take God at his word, to take territories and to walk when the water has been separated or to stretch out your hand and believe. It takes faith to lay, out, lay your hands on the sick and expect them to recover. It takes faith to give a word of knowledge. It takes faith to walk in the gifts of the Spirit. But when you believe, then signs and wonders will follow. You don't chase signs. You see, you see, you see, it says signs and wonders will follow them that believe. We have it backwards. We in church or in the... <laughs> In Christian world, we run to where signs and wonders are being shown. We are not supposed to run after. They are supposed to follow. It did not say, <laughs> run after signs and wonders. He says, signs and wonders will what? Follow. Jesus says, this perverse generation, they are looking for signs. Hey! Miracle is happening in that church. Oh, ah, that's the church that is happening in that place. Mm -mm 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 -mm. If you were doing what you were meant to do, signs and wonders will follow you. So you will not be easily deceived by false prophecies. Now, listen, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying everywhere you see miracles is false. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying we will not easily be deceived and caught up by false miracles and false prophets and teachers when we are not surprised. Do not be surprised when you see miracles happen. It's not only the children of light that can perform miracles. Just because you see a miracle does not mean it's from God. So if your whole premise of God is running to where you see signs and wonders, you are in error. After all, in the book of Exodus, you see Moses goes before Pharaoh and he throws down the rod that God told him in Exodus will be a sign. And he throws down the rod, what happened? It became a snake. And then Pharaoh was removed. He called what? His magicians his sorcerers and they too dropped down their own staffs and what happened it became snakes as well as if to say that's all you have but i say this all the time when the original shows up the imitation fades away the tenants can boast and pray like he has power until the landlord shows up and what happened moses' snake swallowed every other snake. So if you are looking for miracles without understanding the power and the one where he comes from and knowing fully well what he can do, can you imagine if Moses only knew God on one level? The moment when the other people dropped their snake, problem. If they dropped their staff and you saw a snake, ha, God, this is not what we planned. He'll just say, Pharaoh, don't be angry, Mabinu. We are your humble servants. 
But because those who know their God shall be strong. He wasn't shaken. So your snake and my snake, they are not the same snake. But if you run after signs and wonders, not understanding that the sign and wonder should follow you because you have faith and you believe in the one who has spoken it, you will always miss it. Jesus said, this perverse generation always looking for signs. But the kind of wonder that God will make you is anchored on faith. Somebody say faith. faith. What is faith? Let's put Hebrews 11.1 1. really quickly. Look at some things on faith in the short time that I have. Hebrews 11.1. 1. It says this. Now faith. Somebody say now. Not tomorrow. Now. Now faith is the assurance. And I love what it says. It is the title deed. You know what a title deed is? It is a legal document that shows that you have authority to possess. Now faith is a legal document that shows that you have authority. It is confirmation of things hoped for. What? Divinely guaranteed. It is Confirmation of things hoped for that are divinely, when something is guaranteed, what does that mean? It's sure. If I give you a guarantee that the funds are in the account, it is sure. Faith is a divine guarantee. When you know that it is a divine guarantee, you are not worried about whether it will or will not happen. Your energy is not wasted. You already know that it is what it is. When you sit on the chair, do you wonder if it will carry your weight? In church, when everybody say you may be seated, do we do like this? What happens? Everybody just sits down. Why? In your mind, there is no doubt that the chairs that you're about to sit on will carry you. So you do not waste time trying to check whether or not the chair is stable. It is the same way faith is. It is a divine what? Guarantee. And the evidence of things not seen, the conviction of their reality, Faith comprehends as fact what cannot be experienced with physical senses. It's a fact. We are not moved by what we see. I've said this before, I'll say it again. If all you see is what you see, then you are blind. Elisha was surrounded by a host of chariots that no one could see. And his servant was freaking out in fear and very relaxed. He said, Lord, I pray that you will open his eyes. 
there is a level and dimension of seeing that is not relegated to what you can see with your physical eyes. It is the guarantee, it is divine guarantee that what you have not seen is. We live our lives in such a way that we interact with things that we do not see, but we know that they are there. Will you ever see gravity in your entire life? Will you see gravity? Can, can you interact with gravity? Can you have a conversation with gravity? Gravity, how far? What's up? Say you did. I did. Whether or not you have a conversation with gravity, whether or not you feel it, you see it, gravity exists. And if you want to waste your time fighting that gravity, that's your business. But it does not change the fact that gravity exists. All that gravity thing, I don't believe in things that I don't see. The only thing I can believe is what I see with my eyes. And that's the list of it. Fantastic. Take that same energy and walk off a building. Gravity is fake. It's fake. No problem. No. Sometimes, why do you waste your time arguing pointless arguments? You don't want to believe. No problem. Only a fool says there's no God. No problem. Share you don't believe. Step off a building. As you are going down, it might be too late. <laughs> But you will quickly realize that there are things that exist that control and affect the way we live our lives that we cannot see. The oxygen that we breathe. Can we see it? All that oxygen that wash. Everything, oxygen, 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 oxygen. They say that it's good to have plants because they, they take the carbon dioxide, and they give us oxygen. All of that, scam. No problem. Let us go put you in a room and suck out the oxygen that you will never see. And let us see if oxygen is a real thing. <laughs> it is the same way faith operates. I don't have to see it. I don't have to feel it. Let the weak say I am strong. Let the poor say I am rich. Whatever God says about me is yes and amen. He says that I am head and not tail. I don't care if I feel like I'm on the bottom. He says that by stripe I'm healed. I don't care if I feel physical pain. I know that there is a realm that exists where the things that are unseen affect the things that are seen. So I will key into what is unseen to affect what I can see. Faith. Somebody say faith. Let's continue on. It says, faith comprehends as a fact what cannot be experienced or seen by our physical senses. By our physical senses. Let's continue. For by this kind of faith. Somebody say this kind. <laughs> when they say this kind, that means they are other kinds. Both of us can have faith. But there's one kind, then there's this kind. There's this kind that makes you believe, that allows you to do signs and wonders. This kind of faith. Continue on. 
This kind of faith, the men of old, what did they do? They gained divine approval. By faith, that is, with an inherent trust and, and enduring confidence. Somebody say enduring. We don't know how to endure a generation. Everything quick, fast, hurry. No, no. We want it now. He says, enduring confidence in the power, wisdom, and goodness of God. And enduring confidence. Enduring. In other words, a staying, a lasting, a consistent endurance. Enduring. You see, let me tell you why most people don't ever believe God for signs and wonders. Laying hands on this. How many... How many people this week laid hands on somebody to be healed? Just put your hand up. Maybe you didn't hear my question. <laughs> because Mark 16 says, <laughs> signs, these signs and wonders shall follow them that believe. In my name, they shall cast out demons. Uh, they shall lay hands on the sick and they will recover. How many people have laid hands? You saw someone sick. You said, eh, are you sick? Let me lay hands. Put your hand up if you did this week. <laughs> How many people did not do that this week? It's okay. Don't do it. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. Put your hand up. Go ahead. Go ahead. It's all right. I'm not judging you. It's all right. Uh, Pastor said she didn't see anybody that was sick. But do you see that we read it, but we don't live it? So how is he so... Do you not understand that the only hands that God has in this earth are your hands? Is God coming back to lay hands on the sick? Is Jesus coming to lay hands on the sick? The Holy Spirit is put inside of you is what he will use. He will use your physical body through his spirit to lay hands on the sick, but then they'll recover. But if you never lay hands... Let me tell you why most people don't do it. Ah. <laughs> Calm down. Pastor, let's have a real life conversation. All right, let's talk. Uh, the problem is that what if? Can we just, let's talk. What if I lay hands on the sick and they don't now, they don't now recover? What will happen? then people will now be looking at me like, you see? You see? Yes or no? The inherent fear is what if we do and it does not happen. But you see, your mindset is wrong because it is not you that does anything in the first place. Let me help you. Let me help you. The Bible says in Galatians 2.20 that you have been crucified with Christ. Nevertheless, it is no longer you that lives, but Christ that liveth in you. Have you ever seen a dead person in a coffin get up and say, I don't like what you said about me in my eulogy? How can you say they'll get up? Are you? At that point, it does not matter what you say or don't say because they are already dead. It is the same way you must think. It does not matter whether it happens or not because it is not me. I am already dead. 
dead. I am crucified with Christ. So anything that happens has nothing to do with me. You cannot shame a dead person. When you see me stand here and say things that I hear, on Friday, we were standing anointing service, and I said, I see bread. Bread. We're in the middle of service. I said, I see bread. It's like God is talking. Anybody with, I see bread. And then we saw what happened in anointing service. If you didn't see, go and watch it. And what was interesting is one of them, Pastor Tony was telling me, he said, you know what, sir, while you were ministering, I was praying to God. I said, God, I convert this grace. You know, I, he's so accurate. I want to be as accurate. And he said, all of a sudden, as he was standing there, bread filtered into his mind. And his bread filtered into his mind. And I said, I see bread. When I make random calls, one time when service, I said, somebody, you are fighting whether or not to buy somebody a car. If I'm worried and concerned about what if it does not happen, then the appointments, the miracle, the, the, what God wants to do is being held back because I am too concerned about what I will look like if it does not come to pass. I don't care. If I say it, it's on God. God is the one responsible to bring the work. He is the one that makes it happen. It is not you. So remove yourself from hindering other people from getting their healing because you are too concerned with your reputation. What reputation? You are crucified with Christ. Can I tell you my story? This, I've only said one verse today in Hebrews 11.1, 1, but it's okay. We'll continue. There was a time when I was on set in my former acting life. <laughs> no, no, I left not say for my who knows what God will do. Who knows? Who knows? In my acting life, you know, in my season of acting. Um, and we were on set. You see, me, I've always believed that if God says something is true, you shall lay hands on the sick. You will drink poison. And when he says you will drink poison, don't be foolish. Because there's a common sense. You won't say, oh, God says, <laughs> God says he will bear me up in my hands and I'll fall, off a, I'll fall off a building. God, bear me. You will bear yourself on the floor. And when you get to heaven, God will say, sir, what are you doing here? Lord, you didn't bear me up. Sorry. There's a place for common sense. When he says you drink poison, not that you go and look for poison. It's like, eh, poison. God said, I pity you. What he's saying is if you are in a situation where you are poisoned without your knowledge, it will not affect you because greater is he that is in you. Right? I believe God and I take him at his word. So one day I was on set and blessed them. I won't call their names, but, you know, they were fountaineers and, uh, you know, in drama back in the day. And they were producers. And so, you know, when I was working with them, it was really nostalgic because I knew them from back in the day. 
But we were shooting in a village, like a proper village in Ekwe. You know where you pass, you know the Ekwe Bridge, you pass Amen Estate. How many people know where Amen Estate is? You go Ekwe Ogun State side, not Lagos State. And then off the bridge, off the highway, you drive another 30 minutes into this village. So proper village where they have touch huts, huts and mud. Proper. It's like I went back in time. So we're shooting because we're doing this epic. And all of a sudden, we could hear wailing coming from a hut and people were running. What's going on? And a woman came out crying that her husband, there is a something, a spirit that he did something wrong and there's a spirit that cursed the man and the man is dying and everybody in the community because they knew that something that there's this curse that affects everybody nobody went into the hut because fear of if I enter it will catch me so everybody was standing outside and this man was dying and his wife was beside herself just wailing now me, I'm like, ah, what's going on? Somebody is dying. Let's take him to hospital now. Like, ah, he said, no, 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 you can't enter there. Oh. You can't enter there. I said, why? He said, there's a curse. There is a spirit. And that's why the man is dying. It's not natural, it's supernatural. So anybody that enters, it will touch them. I said, listen, we need to, we need to. Go and call, talking to my, my, my PA. You know, go call the car. Let's get it. There's no ambulance. Put him in that car. Ha! Now, bless the two fountaineers. Say, kind of. It's not now on our production. That something will happen to Pastor Son. They say, you can't. I said, what do you mean? He said, no, 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 no. They're begging me, please. Ha! You know, these things are real. <laughs> But I'm like, why are we afraid? It's either the word of God is true or it's not. It's either we believe or we don't. It's either there is true power or we are wasting our time. I said, I'm going inside. Ha! I said, leave me. I entered. The man was on the floor. He was dying. As a matter of fact, he had stopped moving. The woman was crying that my husband is dead. I said, everybody leave. I put my hand on his head and I said, in the name of Jesus, I command any foul spirit to leave your body and I speak life into your body now. In the name of Jesus, stand up. And the man sat up. And I went outside and I told the woman, your husband is alive. I said, everybody, let's go back to set. And that's how that man was healed. Because I dared to believe and to take God at his word. If you are yielded, he says, signs and wonders shall follow them that believe. All he's asking for you to do is believe. Look at Hebrews 4, because of my time, I want to show you something. Hebrews 4. Look at what it says. Hebrews 4, verse 2 to 3. For indeed, 
We have had the good news of salvation. Preach to us, just as the Israelites also, when the good news of promised land, of the promised land came to them. But the message they heard did not benefit them. You can hear it. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word. You can hear it and it will not benefit you. You know why? Why? Because the message in our head, because it was not united with faith in God by those who heard. It was not united in faith by those who heard. For we who believe, that is, we who personally trust and confident, somebody say confidently. God is looking for people who are confident in what he says. Who confidently rely on God. Enter that rest so we have this inner peace now because we are confident in our salvation and we are what? We are assured of his we are not questioning there is power. There is, see, the songs we sing, there is power mighty in the blood. All the songs we sing, I have power. Is it that we believe it or we don't? If we don't believe it, let's not waste our time. The earth is waiting for the endless manifestations of the sons and daughters of God. Is it that you believe or you don't? The kingdom of God is not of talk, but of what? Those who are confident, they are confident and assured of his power. Just as he said, now listen to this, as I swore an oath in my wrath. What did he say? They shall not enter my rest. This he said, although his works were what? Completed from the foundation of the world. Waiting for all who would what? You are waiting on God. God is waiting on you. You are saying, God, what's up? God is saying, guy, how far? He has done it already from the foundations of the earth. And he is simply waiting for those who are crazy enough to be confident and rely assuredly on his word so that he can do what he has already done. You are not coming to invent the will. You are not coming to conjure. It is not by power. Or it is not by your power. You don't have it anyways. But it is the same spirit. Not power or might. But the spirit. The same spirit that raised Christ from the dead is inside of you. It is the resurrecting power that is inside your hands. But if you do not lay hands on the sick, they cannot recover. He is waiting. For those who will believe for the things that he has already done, already done. He's not going to do it just now. Before the foundations of the earth, the Bible says he already did it. Because of time, I'll give you one more scripture and we'll stop for today. Look at Hebrews 11, 
6. Hebrews 11, 6. What does he say? For without faith, it is what? It is impossible to walk with God. If you don't have faith, you are not walking with God. Do you know I walk with God? Do you have faith? If you don't, it's not God you are walking with. Put it back on the screen. But without faith, it is impossible to walk with God and please Him for whoever comes near to God must necessarily, somebody say necessarily, believe that God exists. If you are walking with Him, you must believe as a necessity that He exists. He exists in your situation. He exists in that problem. He exists in that trial. He exists bigger than whatever you are facing. Bigger than that, 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 that disease, that sickness, that pain. You must necessarily believe that He exists. Put it up. And if you believe that he exists and that what? He rewards those who earnestly and diligently seek him. If you abide in me and my words abide in you. If you believe, if you believe that I exist, if you believe that I exist, then you will do everything I ask you to do. If you believe that I am He, anything I ask you to do, you will do it without questioning. You will not be worried about whether or not it would happen because you believe that I exist. You will walk with confidence. If you honestly believe that I exist, and that it is in him you live, move, and have your being. How can you walk anywhere and be timid? How can you walk anywhere and be ashamed? How can you not walk anywhere and expect that the lies must fall for you in pleasant places? Because you believe he exists. Because he lives, you can face tomorrow. It doesn't matter the circumstance or the problem or the situation. You believe he exists. If God is God, then let every man be a liar. You believe he exists. Even if they want to take your name and take picture and put it on an altar because they want to do juju, I will help them take a better picture and pose for them. The one you have is not clear. This is my, this is my good side. Take a picture. I've had conversations where people tell me, oh, we're worried about the attack. I said, if God is not powerful enough to keep, to keep me, let them take me out. I said what I said. I'm not afraid because I believe that he exists. <laughs> and signs and wonders must follow them 
greater works. Was he, was, he, was he flattering us when he said that? Was he trying to bobo us or make us feel good? He says greater works. That means everything Jesus did, I'm expecting to do greater. But I must believe that he exists. I dare you to tell. You see, God is looking. The goal is for everybody to be a sign and wonder. But well, for those who believe. Anywhere that anything is not good around you. God, uh-uh. You said signs and wonders. He says if you have faith. Faith. Like a little child. Suffer the children. Not to, you know why he's talking about children? Because children believe everything you tell them. Believe. Plus Santa Claus or Father Christmas or Tooth Fairy. Whatever you tell a child. They believe. They believe our parents, when we were kids, our parents are superheroes. They can't do anything wrong. They believe as long as daddy is here, nothing can touch me. It doesn't matter what the reality of the situation is. It is the belief in their daddy or their mommy. As long as they believe it, it is their reality. One of the principles they teach you in marketing is perception is reality. Reality is not reality. What I perceive is what it is. It's not based on what the facts are saying. Perception, my belief, is my reality. Where they say there is a casting down around me, my belief is that there is a lifting up. My perception of who God is, because I know he exists, is my reality. Because of time, I'll stop. Listen carefully, Isaiah 18, 8, 18 says, For behold, I am the children that the Lord has given unto me. They are for signs. <laughs> they are for signs. And they are for wonders. I believe God. I believe God. God cannot lie. He's waiting for you to align with what he has already done before the foundations of the earth. All he's looking for you to do is step into it and become the sign that will make people wonder. It is in your hand. He said to Moses, why are you crying to me? What is in your hand? What is in your hand? I've given everything to you. It's already there. All you have to do is believe. All you have to do is believe that God is. God is. God exists, and if I walk with him, he will diligently reward me. I will seek him. I do not care about what happens. If you take away the fear of failure, then you are a dangerous man. You are a dangerous woman. Whether it happens or it doesn't happen, it's not my concern. It is not for me to make it happen. My thing is to believe that God has said it. God cursed the fig tree and walked away. Did he ask the disciples for their recommendations? It looked like nothing had happened. But the Bible says, the next day, they came. And what happened? It was dried up. To the roots! Stop living your life based on what you see. Live your life by what the Word of God says. I wish I had more time. We'll look at Hebrews 11 and talk about how faith formed everything that we see. That the worlds were created by this kind of faith. But alas, time will not permit me. 
But if you are here today and you're saying, Sir, I want to be the sign of wonder that you're speaking of. I believe. I want to walk with God. The Bible says without faith it is impossible to please him. I want to know this God. I want to walk with this God. I want to be who he has called me to be. I don't want to live my life based on fear. I want to have the confidence and the assurance of his salvation. I don't want to be like those who have heard the word and it does not benefit because I do not believe. I want to know this man. I want to know this God that you speak of. I want him to be a reality in my life. I want to enter into his rest of what he has done. I want to be his vessel here on earth. But it all starts by believing because those who come to God must believe that he exists. You must believe that he sent his son to die for you on the cross of Calvary. You must believe that his blood, his precious blood, washes you white as snow. You must believe that there is therefore now no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. You must believe that old things are passed away and all things have become new. You must believe that if you confess with your mouth and believe in your heart that Jesus Christ is Lord, he comes in and becomes the Lord and Savior of your soul. But it all starts with the first step of coming out and receiving him as your Lord and personal Savior today. This week, the Lord bless you. This week, the Lord keep you. This week, the Lord cause his face to shine upon you. This week, the Lord will make you signs that will cause people to wonder. This week, signs and wonders shall follow those that believe in the name of Jesus. This week, everything you put your hand to do must prosper. In the name of Jesus, you will lay hands on the sick and they shall recover. In the name of Jesus, this week the lines are falling for you in pleasant places. In the name of Jesus, this week anywhere your feet tread upon, he shall give it to you for your possession. In the name of Jesus, this week the ground must yield for you. The heavens will open to you. In the name of Jesus, everywhere you go, favor will announce you. Everywhere you go, grace will elevate you. Everywhere you go, grace will separate you. Everywhere you go, grace will accelerate you. In the name of Jesus, when you go out this week, you are blessed. When you come in, you are blessed. When you put your head down to rest, you are blessed. When you stand up to go out, you are blessed. In the city, you are blessed. In the field, you are blessed. Everywhere you go, there is blessing. In the name of Jesus, anything you do, anything your heart desires, the Lord will do exceedingly. He will do abundantly. He will do above all you can ask, think, or imagine. In the name of Jesus, his favor will surround you like a shield. His presence shall be the glory and the lifter of your head. In the name of Jesus, 
Where others say there is a casting down, you will say there is a lifting up. Because the Lord will hold you by his right hand. You shall not be shaken. You shall not be moved. Great shall be your peace. In the name of Jesus, the Lord will fight your battles and you will hold your peace. In the name of Jesus, you will not be afraid of the terror by night or the arrows that fly by day or the pestilence that walketh in darkness or destructions that lay waste by noonday. A thousand shall fall at your side and ten thousand by your right hand side, but they shall not come near you. In the name of Jesus, we plead the blood of Jesus over you. We plead the blood of Jesus over your household. When they see the blood, it must pass over. In the name of Jesus, death will not see you this week. Affliction will not see you this week. Calamity will not see you this week. Shame shall not see you this week. In the name of Jesus, when you cast your net, you shall receive a net-breaking reward. In the name of Jesus, where others have sown and have caught nothing, you will put your net in the same place and get everything. In the name of Jesus, he shall do for you and return to you a net breaking, a full measure pressed down, shaking together, running over reward shall be yours this week. In the name of Jesus, you shall go from glory to glory. You shall go from strength to strength. You shall go from grace to grace. You shall never have a better yesterday. You shall never be referred to as one of the past. From glory to glory, from strength to strength, from grace to grace, so shall it be. In Jesus' name. Thank you for listening to this episode. I pray that you were blessed. And if you enjoyed what you heard, please be sure to subscribe. And if you know a fellow lion that needs to join the tribe, please be sure. Send them this link. Share this episode. God bless you.